0: Quick break that you heard from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Uh, now again, some Penguins play. Uh, Penguins play hasn't been exceptional.able It's been bad. It's been bad. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, let's see here. I have written down. Okay, now they did go and play in Vegas. Hey folks, welcome to uh, Bold Sports Week 16. Matt and I here to go over this past week's um, bullshit. Oh, I had a great weekend. What are you talking about? Uh, I had a great weekend until the last four minutes, you know, of the game on Sunday. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Did you see Star Wars? Uh, I have no needs, wants, or desires to even think about seeing Star Wars. I I
1: saw Star Wars, and the fire alarm went off in the theater right right before the final battle. The fire did they actually stop
0: the movie, or did people?
1: Everybody got up and left because it's a movie theater, and I mean, you know, you never know.
0: And
1: I didn't want to leave. Every I I I kinda of wanted to stay. I was kinda of mad that I left. And then Did they
0: refund your money or anything? They did
1: refund my money.
0: That's good. And they
1: let me stick around and watch the end of the movie on another screen. That's um, good. But it was an hour behind my showing, so I didn't get out of the movie theater till like seven PM. So
0: a two and a half hour movie turned into like a four hour five, pro- a four hour
1: five, five hour project. With like a beer break across the way because they the fire department came. I mean, what do you do? You know? Yeah. We were, we were just talking about, you know, the, the public safety officials in the city and how they handle crowd control at a Steeler game. Well, you know, a Star Wars crowd is not quite as rowdy as a Steeler crowd, but they can be if you give them a bunch of BS about pulled fire alarms. And also,
0: like, all those, like, swords and shit they take, even though they're plastic, and the lightsabers and the ray guns and whatever else. I mean, you never know. You could you could give somebody a welt. That's a lawsuit. Oh, yeah.
1: I got a welt at the South Side Works movie theater, and, like, I'm gonna sue for... I mean, you don't want to pay it, so, like, don't let people give each other welts. Don't let them bring weapons. I actually heard, um, a manager, like, explaining the mask policy to a guy who was on, like, probably his first or second night of ticket ripping right before the 7 p.m. showing and just explaining, like, because of Star Wars, like, this is the only time that I'm gonna have to say this, but,
0: like, people are not allowed to wear masks. <laughs> well... And me as a bartender um, and server, we have that kind of an issue during Furry Week. Oh, of course. So yeah. so I, 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 I feel their pain on that because the furries are the ones like, well, it's part of my costume and it's like my life and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, no, you can't be in here with a headpiece on.
1: See, man, like I drive I drive for Lyft a little bit and um, I, I worked the Furry Weekend and I really wanted to get a Furry. But I was afraid that some of the costumes, because I drive a Toyota Yaris, would not be fitting. That in you would your not vehicle. actually be able to fit your furry suit in my car unless I like put down the seats so you
0: could like lay in like the like the back. All right, yeah, it was a bummer. So this week, folks. Uh, so after last week's picks, Matt and I tied. We both went ten and six. Um, I could have beat you if I had you could have beat picked against what I knew was going to happen. I, I, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Oh, we know. I mean, we really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, unless you're playing the Patriots, mm. uh, which, well, you know, someone <laughs> played the Patriots this week, yeah. for Sure, we'll, we'll look into that. We'll later. look into that a little bit later. But so our our, our totals on the season, Matt's one thirty-seven and eighty-eight. I'm one thirty-eight and eighty-seven. So. Still within a lot of striking distance. I'm, Two weeks left. Anything can happen. Yeah. I, and are, are we going to restart completely for playoffs, or are we just gonna, are we just gonna roll that into the totals? We should do like daily fantasy for the playoffs. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Speaking of fantasy, Matt and I are both out of our respective leagues. Other than daily fantasy, I don't know. Do you do daily? I don't. I don't either. But I, I'd be happy to like
1: lose all my money to DraftKings if I at least finish a few points higher than Steve at the end of the playoffs.
0: Right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll think about that. Uh, so here's the thing about fantasy. The only thing I have to say is that, um, Aaron Rodgers is back on the, I, and the, uh, IR for the rest of the year. So if, if you we were relying him,
1: on Aaron Rodgers for your playoff run,
0: like, well, because he came back last week and then right, he lost. You, so now Green Bay hurt, is, but Green Bay is mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So why take a chance at having him? You I don't know, know who has him in your league. No one, and had. I don't, well, I don't know who like thinks that far
1: ahead. Maybe, maybe there's someone in your league who was just like n-
0: no one that made the playoffs you know, had him. There's people that didn't make the playoffs that like kept him on the roster and just. Adam, because he was out, but... he might be like a waiver wire sleeper
1: in some leagues, just yeah. because he's
0: Aaron Rodgers. But if you had like long
1: term goals of winning your league, you should have come up with a better solution Definitely. to the broken clavicle that is Aaron Rodgers.
0: Right. Well, he came back last week. He had a pretty decent. Pass I was some, I was shocked that he yeah he, he had a couple touchdowns and he had uh you know I think two hundred and eighty some yards something like that. Uh, he didn't look bad, but they lost. So with them losing, they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. There's no reason for him to go out there and potentially get injured even worse. So, Aaron Rodgers is going to be carrying a clipboard the last two games. That's good. And we'll see him next year, that bad You will see him man. on TV every day and on his commercials. Oh, yeah. Totally. His commercials are funny, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if his are funny or Peyton Manning's. I think Peyton Manning's are better. Peyton Ooh. Manning's a funny dude. Peyton, Aaron Rodgers should host SNL before we decide who's the funnier quarterback. True, true. Aaron, once Aaron Rodgers hosts SNL, then we can determine who's who's the funnier guy. Yeah. So, uh, looking into this, Matt, um, I haven't had a chance to follow a whole lot of college basketball right now. Just because um, with, with with my business and it being the holiday season... I'm off today and I don't know how I got off today and I'm not complaining that I was off today, but I know I clocked out with 57 hours last week <laughs> and I'm not going to have another day off until Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And then I'm back at it full strong again. Mm. Um, so definitely uh, college hoops haven't been paid attention a lot. I do know I was watching a pick game earlier tonight. Uh, Pitt did win. Uh, Pitt is currently right now, seven of five. They have one non-conference game left. Uh, ACC play starts after Christmas. Um, you know, Kevin Stallings, his, uh, he's had some good games, some bad, I mean, Pitt lost, you know, they beat, they lost to West Virginia. West Virginia though, we'll get to them. They are the number 10 ranked team in the country right now. Yeah. Um, Pitt basketball. I mean, that is, that is actually the last, it's uh, a second uh, year as a coach. It's a second year as a coach. You gotta give him some time. He these had players nothing. In there. Like
1: everyone abandoned ship. Oh yeah, everybody abandoned the, ship. The people who held over from Dixon and like they were tanking when Dixon was still around. Oh yeah. So the people who were holdovers from Dixon were just taking spots that you know Stalin's could have been filling. Right. Um, you know, so they took off and like you give him a, a bad first year. And now the second year, you he know, he have, still he, doesn't have all his guys. There should and be
0: there should be a progression though. There did, should be a
1: progression. He did recruit well at. at uh, uh, almost, Vanderbilt Vanderbilt I always say Villanova Vanderbilt they're both you know pretty good schools private schools um Villanova does way better in basketball than oh, Vanderbilt yeah, and yeah, Vanderbilt plays in kind of not, not so much a basketball conference they're in the SEC but they make the tournament when, when Stallings in charge so they did
0: you know here's the thing I, I've waited on Stallings I've I've met him I told him last year when he was a first year head coach at Pitt anyway I said, look, I said, dude, I said, honestly, I said, they need to give you five to six years. That program needs some help. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I wish everybody thought the way it you could, did.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm hoping that they stick with this athletic director, um, more, more because I'm hoping she sticks with them. I mean, yeah. that's part of the problem is that like, you know, they, they lose athletic directors, um, you know they they replaced the AD with somebody who makes bad decisions and then that guy goes to like you know Oregon State I believe yeah, is I where think, Barnes yeah, I, th- went. Yeah, I think Barnes went to Oregon and, State you know it was just it's been a bad couple years for Pitt basketball it it can get back to it but they're in a tougher conference than the old Big East yeah
0: well, well I don't know what's tougher the Big East was a different play than the ACC the ACC's fast paced fast ball fast basketball that yeah, the Big East was beaten, banging underneath the Big East score. If you look at some of the ACC scores, especially with Duke and UNC and NC State, that are traditional powerhouse basketball schools, the scores are like eighty-seven to seventy-seven. Big East, do you know how many games I saw that were 37 mm-hmm. That Pitt used to pride itself on defense. I mean, I mean the and big, the only the mm-hmm. only
1: team in the ACC that plays like that is Virginia.
0: Right. And they're really good right now. I mean, Syracuse plays like that, but I mean, they're former Big East. I mean, you know, George, what the, do they still have what's considered the Big East? I mean, I think it's... The Big East exists. It exists, but it's... it's, it's they, they absorbed I think it's, a bunch of Catholic schools. I, I think it's back to what it, the Big East was intended to be, was the Catholic school, um, the Catholic school conference. Where non-football. It was like non-football basketball, where it was St. Joe's and Villanova and um, Georgetown, And so forth. I mean, and Creighton, uh, uh, Creighton, those those are
1: not East. They don't fit the East, right? But But people need to get over this like geography. Didn't they add in
0: Marquette into that? And and Marquette Xavier, Marquette Xavier. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's good basketball. I mean, they've got a good good TV deal. Like they're they're on FS1.
1: They don't have as much. uh, it's not like an ESPN problem. But it's what? not like
0: the Big East that we know and love, that we grew up with, no. is what it is. No. Change is hard.
1: Change, change is hard, but I, I'd still like to see Pitt play uh, Georgetown again in the conference. I know Georgetown is scheduling a lot of weak opponents. I don't think Pitt's even weak enough to play Georgetown right now because they're rebuilding and they've got right? Patrick Ewing as a head coach.
0: Patrick Ewing is a head coach so, and he's a Georgetown legend.
1: He's he is a legend and like would you do you care enough about the history of college basketball to go play for a legend or would you rather play in arguably a better conference in the ACC? I mean yeah, I mean Would you rather would you rather go to Pitt or, you know, if you're from that Maryland area, would you rather play Big Ten basketball at for Maryland, the tenets? Yeah. See well, like this whole conference Rearrangement Like I just feel like I would rather be playing Georgetown and Syracuse Every year Than Duke and North Carolina Well
0: Syracuse and ACC We will play them We year. will
1: But I'm saying Like the way um, it used to be Like the toughest teams On our schedule Were Georgetown and Syracuse Right And Connecticut okay. yeah, And now now, York, now Like they're like, Connecticut Yeah Every year For a while They were in the final four Syracuse You know They won a couple They won, they won, they won, Champions. won one championship With Carmelo Anthony Yeah and he was a one and done, and that was the only time they ever won anything
0: that I've seen. Well, and then you go you get into Big Ten basketball, and we talk about Penn State again. I haven't seen, too, I don't follow Penn State a whole lot. I haven't seen too much about them, but I do know that they're ten and three right now. They have two non-conference games left uh, until Big East plays uh, until Big Ten play starts after christmas they could make they um, could make some moves in that they conference. Could, they could right make now. some moves i mean because you know what michigan's not that tough right now ohio state's Ohio's, in a rebuild ohio state's in a rebuild wisconsin's, wisconsin's at least
1: retooling if not full rebuild you know, i mean they, they Michigan still have a state's couple decent, indiana's usually Mi- Michigan in there State, indiana who, archie manning is it indiana or not manning jesus archie miller archie miller, miller yeah the the pittsburgh sports family not the ones from new orleans right Wrong sport, wrong region. Yes, but yeah, they're. I'm yeah. You know what? Like, I never liked Tom Crean, going back to the Marquette. You know he they they he was a coach of some Marquette teams that upset Pitt, so I'm I'm glad he's not at Indiana anymore, and I can, I can watch Hoosier
0: games. Well, and... our closest regional right now that's ranked is you got WVU. They're uh, number ten in the country, uh, nine and one with two non conference games left. Uh, and until Big Twelve play starts, and again, that's going to be after Christmas as well. WVU came in here and and beat up Pitt, but Pitt, Pitt played them hard. Yeah, they didn't they didn't lay down. They, WV, they they WV, WVU back. didn't WVU didn't kill him.
1: When it started, like and they were down like almost twenty
0: points. Yeah. You are like, thinking, do you know what's sad though? Is, I, was watching the P- I was watching a Pitt game tonight, and though it's a non conference game, the Peterson was desolate. Yeah, you know? I mean those
1: tickets were always. Kind of easy to get no. for, for the non-conference games. Well, no. non-conference tickets. I mean, yeah. you know, working in bars and restaurants.
0: Yeah, non-conference there's, tickets. There's
1: always like a non-conference pair of tickets available. Yeah, at, at usually half the bars in certain neighborhoods.
0: Yeah. You can usually get a non-conference ticket. Um, there, but, was a but few, but there was a few. there's would go to the game. There was a few year period that non-conference tickets were just as hard to get as the fucking game against Connecticut mm-hmm. or yeah. against Duke or yeah. against UNC or whoever came. Who, you know. Uh, again, I think pit basketball this year um, is going to maybe be like pit football, where the only time the Pete will actually sell out will be UNC, Duke, Notre Dame, um, and so forth.
1: Have you seen any commercials for pit tickets for basketball? Not really. I mean, pit football advertises on TV. It's yeah, I mean.
0: Like... Well, because I think pit basketball kind of got spoiled. Yeah.
1: So what, they have the a lot own. of alumni buying buying tickets and not using
0: them? Or? Well, I think they got spoiled of having no problem getting rid of the tickets between the student section and the alumni. And the secondary market. And the secondary market, exactly. Um, you know, Bobby Moe, I haven't watched too much Bobby Moe basketball. I do know that they that we, we talked a couple weeks ago when they beat Duquesne on what you dubbed as the uh, business 376 game. <laughs> um, That's right. You know, Pitt did yeah. play the Pitt, business loop. Pit of the business loop. Pi Pitt, Pitt played Duquesne in the city game two Saturdays ago. Uh, that was uh, pit Pitt pulled that one out. They played that one. Um, in their respective conferences, I'm not sure exactly how they're looking right now. Uh, we'll have to divulge more on that later and also, Matt, I'm gonna put you on a task this week. Your task this week is to look up college hockey and see how Bobby Moe's doing. Uh, Penn State I think Pitt moved to what division 3 or something I don't know I don't follow Pitt they don't have like D1 uh, hockey I don't think they have No do. they don't have D1 hockey yeah. I know they're not D1 uh Bobby Moe's D1 Penn State's D1 um and also Bobby Moe women uh, I'll do
1: that but I have a condition and you have to let me if I can find any relevant info about division 3 hockey I need to also be able to work that in
0: Who's Division Three that you want to work in? Allegheny, Allegheny? <laughs> and our, our, our our hated rivals, Edinburgh. Yeah, get get you some of that. Get you I'll some check of that. it out. You know we play like
1: uh, Pitt's club team and Carnegie Mellon. Yeah, I think I think we, we
0: play at the Ice Castle. Sometimes. That's why I said I think Pitt Pitt moved up to Division Three. Here and there, a uh, little bit of baseball news. Uh. So how about this little one, uh, the Dodgers, uh, to pay the highest luxury tax for the fourth year in a row, and the Yankees owe uh, for the 15th straight season on their luxury tax in Major League Baseball.
1: So the the Dodgers got rid of a bunch of contracts, though, with uh, the Jeff Kent trade. Yes. Like they traded four, four for one deal, basically. They did. So like, how would they be paying more tax if that trade hadn't been made?
0: yeah well i i don't know how much I, of a luxury okay is it so to- so no it's it, it's it's at, 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 you you pay so much at, at this rate and then you pay so much at this rate and if you're over that rate then i think there's like three tiers i think it's like a 150 million 200 million and 250 million i think is where the tax bracket is and how much you actually pay um i'm not sure on that or maybe it might just be one flat rate if you're over 200 million you're paying as much uh and the pirate's you know, get to ah. see some of that. They, they get so many... They get, what, $8 million a year from that shit? Yeah, the only luxury tax that nutting pays is if there's any tax for owning a ski resort. Ha! <laughs> that is true. Speaking about nutting, uh, the Pirates are trying to work out a trade with the Yankees for Garrett Cole. So far, the names that have popped up is the outfielder Clint Frazier, uh, pitcher Chance Adams, and possibly the Yankees' top pitching prospect Gilbert Torres. Um, all of baseball should hope that the Pirates
1: squeeze as much as they can out of the yeah, game.
0: Seriously, seriously, get get whatever you can get. Yeah, hold people. You know what? You, Cole is his last year of an arbitration. You still have Cutch for this year. You know what? Command a big price for him if they're willing to pay it. Take it if they're not willing to pay it, keep them. Yeah. You can always, if you're going to dump them, and we know the pirates have
1: no qualms just dumping salary. Oh, yeah. Once they realize, like, see, the, see for example, the. what's Nicasio. The, the Nicasio <laughs> trade, thank you. So, yeah, like, by all means, like, give us, like, a couple months of hope at least before we all decide that there is no hope. Correct. And then we all do what we need to do to protect our wallets from the hopelessness, which is in the fans' case, stay the hell home from the games. Yeah. And in the we need to case, we need to sell start your,
0: sell your best players for pennies on the dollar. We need to start a, a hashtag of boy something about boycotting the pirates and get it trending somehow yeah. because that's the only way it's going to work. Because you know, what? I I saw friends of mine. I saw their Christmas card. They went and did their family thing down at Pirates Fest and got mm. their pictures taken with the pirate parrot and everything else. And now it's like their Christmas card all just... I'm like... It just, like, killed me a little bit. Because I'm yeah. like... you're. I understand you guys love baseball. They got a little kid that loves baseball. He's like yeah. four and a half. He's five. He's adorable. You know what? At some point, you just got to cut yourself off. And but it's I, like
1: baseball is something that people love to do. Yeah, it is. I went to one game... Because I, I had a gift card. I went to two. And and I, I had to spend my <laughs> gift card, because I, I didn't feel like buying more merchandise, because I have enough hats, thanks. And I was like, let's go to a game, you know? And, like, somebody tried to, like, tackle me from going to that window, because he had seats that he didn't want, and he was just going to give them to me. And I'm like, I gotta use his gift card, it's like the last homestand. Well, could
0: you use that gift card, though, for shit inside, like... Popcorn and beers and shit. I don't know, man. I don't. That's know. That's what I would have thought about. I've been like, let me see if I can use this gift card on like concessions. Yeah, or, or you could have held it, or you could have went to the pirate store. Yeah, I and mean, bought another hat. But that one's broken in perfectly. This hat's fine. perfect. It's perfect. This hat's perfect. In it's perfect. like that. That looks like my one Red Sox hat. That yeah, like just beaten up. per Look, yeah. I've got some beat up hats. So yeah, this is not the most beat up. Oh hat. no, I've seen some of your. Yeah, beat, yeah. I see the one you wear for golf. And right? I have and a better hat too, so I don't really need another pirate hat. Right.
1: And um. So yeah, like I went to the game. I had fun. Um, they won. It was a meaningless win, you know. And then it's like people want to go to the pirate games. And well, the people like Kennywood. They know that it's not the best amusement park in the world, but it's ours. But you and can it's get, convenient. But to you get can get, to get, get to potato eat. patch fries, and and you can get good fries at PNC Park. Yeah, and you can get beers of Pennsylvania. Yeah, you can. And you can get Dippin' Dots, and you can watch them play the Super Mario game. And maybe the Pirates will win. Well, we got
0: the Kutch. Little less than fifty percent chance you're gonna see him win. We got Kutch doing some, they're talking still there about Kutch. No deal worked out in trade. Uh I, I personally think don't be surprised if, if he's a deadline move. Um or no or no move at all and maybe I'd they, love for them to be in it. I, I would love for them I mean, here, or yeah, if deadline deal, he's either gone to deadline if they're in it. Then they keep him on, and then they take the big chance he walks away. But I mean, is he really going to sign a hometown deal? Is Cutch that guy's been like, you know what? I'll take sixty million dollars for five more years, and I'll be happy with that. Even though the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Giants can come around and be like, we'll give you a hundred million for five years. I mean, he did name his kid Steele. He did name his kid Steele. Did you watch uh, him this weekend on ESPN? No, uh, I missed it. My, the, my, uh, dad, my dad was telling me about it. Like, I'd, He was on with Kiesel.
1: I um, steer clear of the, the pregame shows, especially for games that make me sick to my stomach, such as yeah. Steelers Patriots. I set my
0: alarm. My, my alarm's going off. Man, is like, why is your alarm going off in the, on Sunday? I was like, oh, hold on. Click, click, click. She goes, you set your alarm for an in in NFL countdown. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they're they're outside yep. Betis. Uh, So we'll talk more about that game later, but right now we're going to go ahead and take a break and we're going to come back and talk a little bit of pens. We'll be right back after these words from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, we're back after that quick break that you heard from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Uh, now again, some Penguins play. Uh, Penguins play hasn't been exceptional. It's been bad. It's been bad. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, let's see here. I have written down. Okay, now they did go and play in Vegas the first time they played against Flurry. Yeah. Flurry stood tall. He was back in net after his concussion syndrome. And he's been back a couple games before the Pens went out to Vegas. Um, the Knights won that game 2-1. to one. Um, The Pens also have had two losses to the Avalanche in one week. One wow. here and one there. Uh, they're 1-3 since we last recorded. Their would... total record right now is 17-15-3. and three, wow. 37 points. Now the good news is they're only 6 points behind the Devils that are uh 199 and 5 and they have 43 points. So being 6 points behind, we're what? 3 weeks short of the All-Star break. You know, um there's going to be the the hockey Christmas break they always take a couple days off around Christmas. Um but there's no um there's no Olympic break this year. Right, right. So that that Helps Which means in-
1: I can watch the Olympics instead of the Penguins. Yeah,
0: that's true. I, I don't mean,
1: think... I would actually rather watch the Penguins. I'd rather really
0: watch the Pens. But, I mean... I, and besides that, Russia's not allowed to be in the Olympics this year, so... <laughs> they're The Russian flag and, like, team is not allowed to be in the Olympics.
1: But the Russians, could they just go and, like, play, play as a team? I think they have to play as an independent. Like, independent team consisting of, like, just mainly Russian players. I, I,
0: I'm like not exactly sure how that Ovech,
1: works. Ovechkin's renegades or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that'd be interesting.
0: Ovi's posse. Yeah, really. You know, but so we have now a few moves the Pens made this afternoon. I know you were doing some work today, and I don't know how, how if your phone went off and alerted you. I don't. I don't have alerts for Penguins trades. Sorry, I do because I'm a sports geek. So. Uh, the Pens do get a defenseman from the stars. They get Jamie uh Owasak. He's okay. six foot seven. That's big. He's six foot seven.
1: I think I said last week that they need to go out and get like a Hal Gill type <sighs> to help shore up the defense a little bit. Like a six seven defenseman is definitely a six seven defence he's, he's he's big. That's big. That's like Hal Gill. Yeah. I mean, is is
0: he any good? I don't know. I, I he has I think I read his stats. He has three goals this year. I think he's a minus two. Um, they got him for a fourth round conditional pick.
1: Okay, so it's pretty... We didn't give up too yeah. much.
0: They also went out and uh, they traded um, Josh Archibald. They okay. traded him to Arizona for goaltender Michael Layton. Now, here's why they got goaltender Michael Layton in the reading that I've done. Because they need a better backup than Tristan Jari? No. Jari is standing tall. He's uh roused to the occasion when he's been called on while Murray was out. Also on Murray's off days, you know, where they do back to backs and they would mm. start Jari, but they want him to see more pucks and he's not going to see more pucks being a backup. They want to send him back down to Wilkes-Barre and they're going to have this guy be the backup. And I'm not saying that we're not going to see Jari again this season. I hope, I hope not. I mean, I mean, he's if only, if we see him,
1: that would mean an injury. If party. we see
0: him, that means an injury to Murray. Uh, and also, I think uh, if he plays so many games or addresses so many games that negates his status, something like that. Uh, NHL has some rules on that stuff there. Um, Rutherford also said in this article that I was reading, uh, and this was from NHL.com, uh, Rutherford says uh, it, that uh, we are better than we're playing right now. Um, don't, count, don't count us out on a major trade in the future. Better not.
1: I, I would never count uh, Jim Rutherford out. I would never I, make I, a trade. Dude, I'd never. Ca- I dude, mean, even even when they're really good, like he he still makes little. He'll pull a trade. accent trades. You know. I mean, yeah, he, he made
0: some really great accent trades over the, you know over his time here. Uh, you know, he got us you know two cups. You know, uh, it, you know it was was it his first season. He got us a cup. Or was the second, third. It was the second season. Mm-hmm. It was the second. Shiro went. Shiro was off for a year and went to the Devils. Hey, Shiro's doing some good work over the Devils. Yeah. I mean, you know, you hate to see that. I mean... I don't
1: hate... I'd, I'd rather the Devils than the Rangers, probably. Yeah. But there's just the fact that so many teams in our division are good this year.
0: Right. Hey, we're still ahead of the Flyers. We're still ahead of the Flyers. Not by much. Two games. But we're still ahead of the Flyers. Um so yeah, and also in Metropolitan Division News, the Islanders um, are trying to sign a deal to get a uh, an arena built back in Nassau County um, to go out uh, to be built in the in the Belmont Park complex out in Long Island. If you've ever been there, uh, Belmont Park's awesome.
1: Are they trying to get a casino out there? Is that what this is? Well, the
0: the, the plan is is to build an arena. They want to have hotel. They want to have. Hotel venues. They want to also have uh, shopping and eateries, restaurants and stuff you gotta eat, out man. there. Um, so they're trying to build this whole complex out by Belmont Park out in Nassau. Uh, have you ever been to the Nassau County Coliseum in Long Island? I, I drove past it once. Uh, I've been there. Um, went to one game and, and what everybody referred to it as, and even the Long Islanders fans, is... Uh, you know the Nassau Mausoleum mm-hmm. the building's old. It's yeah. falling apart. It's kind of the building's still there.
1: It's still there. They they're, they're having like
0: sewage issues. Yeah, they're, they're having just man, bad facilities. I mean, I and mean that so, building was built in the in the fifties.
1: Now, like I understand that I think previous Islanders ownership, you know, they worked really hard to get a new um, a new facility out on the island. Right. Um, when that fell through, you know, they they worked this deal with the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Which is still technically the island. on Long Island. Which, yeah, Brooklyn's technically that, on Long Island. It's technically, like, you know, based on where the river is located. You know, the, the um, only
0: two the only two of the five boroughs that, that okay, so you have Manhattan mm-hmm. and the Bronx are on the same island. Yeah. Then Staten Island's its own island. And then Queens and Brooklyn are on Long Island. Bro- 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 Bronx is,
1: is attached to the mainland. Bronx isn't an island. Because there's the Bronx River that separates Manhattan from the Bronx.
0: Uh, yeah, okay.
1: But yeah, but C- Queens and Brooklyn are technically on Long Island, and the Islanders never really left the island, even though everyone says, like, oh, they left the island. But, I mean, is it maybe better for them to go back a little closer to their traditional fan base of, I, like, a more suburban kind of like, I, I, think so. like I think so. I think it would be good base? for them,
0: especially since that they're playing in the Barclay Center, which uh, I haven't been to the Barclay Center. Which Some are... of the
1: best seats in the Barclay Center seem to be occupied by, like, a car. <laughs> Is that not right? Like, they yeah. have, like, a car, like, that you can Right win. behind the net. Right, yeah, right behind like, the net. Where people like to stand up and pound on the glass. Definitely. But be, you can't, because so, there's, like, a Buick there.
0: So, the way the Barclays Center apparently was built, was built as a basketball venue mm. and built as a boxing venue. Oh. So, it was built for basketball and boxing and, and, and I think, maybe arena football. Uh, so, there's a lot of restricted view seats when it comes to hockey. And also... The jumbotron that traditionally hangs right above center ice is not above center ice. It's apparently above the benches. Just the way the building's built and the way they have to set up for hockey and they have to remove a lot of the seats in the stands for the rink. Um, So it cuts down the seating to where it's like 15,200 seats, which makes it like the smallest venue in the NHL. Uh, Now... If you revert back to the Civic Arena, that was a pretty small venue. Yeah, and there were some seats where you couldn't see the score, and there was some seats where you couldn't see. There were some seats where you couldn't see the other side of the ice. Uh, I've sat in those seats, you know, where where the the support pole was in the mm. eCloud, where there was like two seats, and then on the other side there was like one seat that was always that these are usually a dead seat or it's sold out. Mm. So somebody's looking for like one ticket. I've sat in that one seat before, mm. sort of playoff game, and the way eCloud was set up. It was kind of behind where the press box is overhung, mm-hmm. so you couldn't see on the other the on the other side of the far side blue line. So, there's that. But yeah, so Penguins they need to step it up. They need to get it going. Uh, Kessel seems to be doing all right. He's the only one who seems scoring goals out of the big three. It's great. You know I like seeing Kessel doing well. Mulkin. Um, I don't know what his deal is, but you know how the Russians are. All those Eastern European players seem to be very, very streaky over their careers. I mean, it's—I mean, you, you go back to Yager; you know, he'd go through five games and score ten goals, and he wouldn't score another goal for a month.
1: Well, it's worked for him. It's worked for him.
0: You know, but it, you know, the 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 Russian players and the Eastern European players—they seem more streaky than most. Mm. Uh, Crosby, hey, you know what? Do you know what the first time in the last 2 years I haven't heard? You need to get a winger for Crosby, man. I think people are just
1: tired of saying it. I, I don't know. I think that... I think I think a lot of that just came from like desperation for them to be better than they have been. And then they went And nothing. they went they finally realized their potential by winning the last two Stanley Cups, so people are not happy that they're not doing well, but they're not as desperate to try to find answers. And it was such an easy excuse that like Siv needs wingers. But you know, maybe that's maybe that's not all there is to it. Like I I wouldn't be shocked if
0: there was some fatigue. Um, like they've like, played the most hockey out of anybody in the last two years. Right. A lot of hockey. And it's very grueling. And also it's in, a very hard also, sport there,
1: there's there's injuries, there's also
0: in between the in between the two Stanley Cups, you had the uh world Cup of hockey that sure. happens every four years sure so you had Crosby of course played for Canada and they won that there's a couple other guys on that team but even a lot of the players they played in the World Cup a lot of the you know all the Russians you know the Finnish the Swedes everybody yep. played in that so there's there's some guys that played a hell of a lot of hockey in the last two two years I mean fortunately like I said they're, they're not a they're not taking a break for the Olympics this year you know and then I think that might make Olympic hockey a little better just because Olympic hockey with the NHLers playing, they were playing not to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, but also international rules, there's no fighting. There's no hard checks. Bigger ice surface. Bigger ice surface. It's a different game. Uh, It'll be fun to watch. I like I like to watch international hockey. I, I do.
1: I will, you know, hope hopefully there will be a lot of live hockey games on. Not probably not on the main NBC channel, but I suppose if you MSNBC check MSNBC, C N B C USA,
0: I think get some um,
1: these these games like I remember when the World Cup was in Korea, like the all the soccer games I wanted to watch were generally on at like three in the morning. Um Well
0: fortunately with your job, you're up at that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm usually watching like you're Pawn just Stars. getting
0: you're just getting done. With oh work. god,
1: Pawn Stars is going away. I just realized. Oh no, reruns of Pawn Stars on Channel 11
0: are going away. Uh oh,
1: for, for the duration of the Olympics, and it'll be like figure skating reruns all night. On did you
0: on see? Channel there's a I don't get the channel, but it just changed that um, there's an Olympic channel. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trust me. I don't get it. Yeah. I've I, tried. I don't know if I, I get it or not. I, I sat I there. I, I I clicked on it and I was like curling yeah click you're not subscribed to this channel please call your provider like, nbc's hey. all in on
1: the olympics man they they pay a lot of money for it and they have really i really welcome nbc's contributions to cable sports because they they touch things that espn is not interested in doing like soccer like hockey
0: like olympic sports ESPN does soccer, uh, and it's usually at the odd off times at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning on ESPN 2. Yeah, not when I'm, I'm
1: talking—that's not live. Like, the live most—like, ESPN streaming, does. They, they do live, like, Champions League games in, that are on, like, in the afternoon here. But as far as, like, waking up on, like, a Saturday or Sunday morning, like, that's all, like, Fox and NBC that own that. And ESPN wants it, but, you know— They're already giving a lot of money to the NFL and the NBA, so you know it's it's good to have you know more than one channel that dictates what the sports are. Because NBC's got the infrastructure to give us you know multiple channels of Olympic content, so you can watch that hockey. That is, and you don't have to sit through like skiing and figure skating and all the primetime stuff that you know. Let's just say is maybe more for like casual fans who are just interested
0: in the storyline. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and take our break right now, and we saved a lot of time to talk about what happened Sunday. So we're going to be right back after you hear these words from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions no holds barred? Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. My cat was... All right, folks, we're back. So... Mad. Ah! Right. So mad. So mad. But, okay, here, here's why... can just
1: give you a segment of screaming, so we've got to talk about this. I know. This. All
0: right, so we're going to start off with the good news. Good news is... Boz, Brown, Bell, DeCastro, Pouncy, Ben, Shazier, and Villanueva are all named Pro Bowl selections this year. And my thought on that is, let's hope they can't play. Well. Because meaning if they can't play which means they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because those fucks at the NFL decided to screw shit up and have the Pro Bowl game the week before the Super Bowl starting like a couple years ago, which is the dumbest fucking idea ever because there's a lot of the NFL guys even if they don't make the Super Bowl don't want to play in a Pro Bowl. And the, and it's like it, that that literally is a flag football game to me. The Pro Bowl's the biggest joke of any All-Star game there is. Well, that's why you could have just, like, shortened your speech that you
1: just gave to those idiots scheduled the Pro Bowl. Period. True. You're right. (laughs) I think it's very important to just vote for the All-Pro team. Yeah. But don't have a dumb exhibition game. You know uh, you know what, you I mean? know what? Like, If you do want to have a We don't dumb make ex- all the presidents like go be president
0: against each other you know at what? the if same you, time when we rank it, the best presidents. If you do want to have a dumb exhibition game, move it back to Hawaii two weeks after the Super Bowl. A lot of those guys, they get the bonus to go to be a Pro Bowl selection. They use on all the guys I've talked to over the years waiting on them and stuff like that in restaurants and bars that I've talked to when they go to the pro and they gone to the Pro Bowl they use their Pro Bowl bonus to take their family on a vacation to Hawaii while they go out there for two weeks you know, or ten days and they practice a handful of days. They have time with their family. Their family gets to do whatever while they're at practice. They sign a bunch of autographs. They eat some really good food. Again, it's still kind of a bullshit touch football game. Hawaii makes no sense in this day and age. Uh... It makes
1: no sense. Like They, they should just stop having it. Um, I don't enjoy watching it I don't enjoy watching it I don't care it. about the Pro Bowl like they add all these wrinkles like what they should do with the Pro Bowl is literally make it flag football well, they're holding. Maybe, maybe then they can start selling people on like the eventual like, well NFL at the, turning at the, the Pro football.
0: Bowl during halftime. They have the U.S. flag football championship. But they could do that in like the U.S. like yeah. Well, sorry. the the, well, the Pro Bowl is this year uh, Why again is it the U.S. I know. Well, well, again this year the Pro Bowl for the second straight year is at Citrus Bowl Stadium in Orlando. And if you've ever been to Citrus Bowl Stadium in Orlando, it is home to the UCF Knights. It's not a bad stadium. It's in a shitty-ass neighborhood. You ever been there?
1: No, I've never been to Orlando. It's in a
0: super-shitty-ass neighborhood. I mean... Like, Orange Blossom Trail, 441-301, that's like Hooker Central. Well, that's good for the Pro Bowl, though, right? I mean... I mean, the Super Bowl, like, attracts hookers from all over the
1: country. True. So... You know? Hence why Pittsburgh needs to get. But the said, I'm glad you mentioned hookers because that's another reason not to have the Pro Bowl is because the people who work at the stadium like don't get that day off.
0: Uh, that too.
1: And it's like, yeah, I got to work the Steeler game. Like, oh, but it's an important Steeler game, right? Yeah, I guess so. But like, nobody wants to like give up a Sunday to go
0: work the Pro Bowl. True. You got Whether it. it's in Hawaii or Orlando, don't matter where. You know, and a lot of my bartender friends that work at the bars on the North Shore, you know, I'm like. I hate work. Me, I, myself, I don't work Sundays unless it's like an absolute necessary thing. But I was like, "How do you do?" They're like, "Well, I make like six hundred bucks that one day." Okay, I get it, but you still have to work on Sunday, and you're there from like nine in the morning until the game's over. Yeah, well, at, well, well, after the game's over, especially if it's a win because people hang out. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's bad news: uh, Browns out until further notice with a calf. With a calf contusion That was the worst. Uh, is what uh Talman said on his press conference today. Um, I and was they, driving and they, they around. asked me says is it so with it being a contusion, does that mean it's just a, a very bad deep bruise or what? And Talman's response was, I don't have a medical degree. I can't tell you. I asked the guys and says, Can I call this a contusion? They're like, Yes, that's exactly what you can c- call it. Contusion is just a fancy word for bruise. Correct. And all the bruise is is like blunt force basically has broken well, a
1: shit ton of blood vessels well, in you a know, part of
0: your body We I just watched on the news we were watching and Brown was at a signing tonight and he had one of his uh, a, a, a knee wheelie you know with him and he had, a, and he had mm-hmm. a boot on okay get better get healthy I think the Steelers can win the next two games without him they almost playing, beat the Patriots without him they almost beat the Patriots without him um, also other bad news James Conner unfortunately is probably is done for the season um after he's gonna have MCL uh, surgery, they didn't say how evasive the MCL surgery is. But anytime you're having surgery on your MCL, doing your MCL is better than doing your ACL. Yeah. Uh, so that the, pretty the much the M is what medial collateral. M- m- yeah, medial collateral and anterior um, cruciate is what ACL yeah.
1: stands for. So
0: yeah, so it's uh, they but they signed Stephen uh, Ridley. Who played for the Pats, the Jets and the Bills. So he was an AFC East guy. Yeah. So he had to... signed him a week ago so he could have given us some dirt. Okay, now here's my question. I hey, haven't the seen Patriots the
1: Patriots really like it when you come
0: up to the line of the goal line without a play to run on third down in the game. And I'll get to that. <sighs> and I'll get to that. Um, but Steven really I really haven't I looked at his stats, he hasn't played for a while. Um, he's had a thousand yard season before. Now, here's my question. D'Angelo fucking Williams is sitting out there, and you know he's probably in pretty decent shape and knows the offense for the most part. Why do you not just sign D'Angelo Williams off the street? I don't know. You know, uh, does Steven really do? I, I, is he in shape? I mean, maybe,
1: maybe he's not in shape. Who knows? Maybe I mean, Ridley, I mean, like, amazed them with his physical, you know? It, maybe, it, maybe, maybe Ridley's been, like, flipping tractor tires every morning.
0: You know, I don't know what goes into that. and I would have thought, hey, you know, maybe we'll see D'Angelo Williams again. Who no, knows? Makes sense. Well, um, you're not the only person who, who thought that. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I wasn't. Uh, I didn't even look on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm too busy, like, looking back. I'm,
1: I'm still mad. So, I, can't, I can't look look forward to who starts next week or who's the backup running back.
0: Right. I would, Like I said, uh, we'll, we'll, so we'll see what this Steven really does. I mean, okay. So Connor this year had 135 yards on 11 possessions. Yeah. So that just shows you how much they've used him. They used him on a few once or he got in pretty much once a game. Is what that equates to once a game. Right, and it'd be on that drive where Bell would like need a break. You know, he Bell would run
1: seven yards and then put his head down and like push a guy for the last three,
0: and then. Or, you know, Connor, or or and then Connor would come in. Or or you. Bell broke it for thirty yards, and they pull him out and say, "Give him a break, get some breather, put Connor in for a snap or two, and call it, and put Bell back in." I mean,
1: my my point is that Bell's been their workhorse. Bell's been their workhorse. And he's been doing a really good job, and he, you know, he's putting himself in a position where like he could get hurt. Alright, so, um, so... I mean, if he keeps going hard like he's been.
0: I mean, Ben was putting himself in a position to get hurt in that game. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean... I, I, okay, Tom Brady slides and you wink at him the wrong way, you're getting flagged on a penalty. Ben dives head first and has four guys going after him. And then he's a runner, so I mean, you know, whatever. It's a, The refs are just biased towards, like, handsome guys. <sighs> you know? You know what? I saw the Patriots buses come in at work as of my pre-shift work meeting... And on top of that, my fucking boss is from New England. So all day long, he'd walk up behind me and whisper in my ear, Brady's better than Ben. And after a while, I looked at him. That's harassment, dude. (laughs) That's harassment. After a while, I looked at him and I says, we have three flights of steps in this restaurant. I was like, Mm -hmm. I will trip you down them.
1: Okay. Uh, That's threatening your boss.
0: (laughs) It was all in good fun. Nobody lost a job. Nobody lost a shift. It's okay to
1: threaten up the chain of command. <laughs> that's, that's just jokes. That's that's yeah. like you know. Well, also that's talking just cloud talk.
0: Also, when I went into work on Monday and I went in and saw the other manager there, I was like, "Is so and so here?" And he's like, "No, but he'll be in later to payroll." I'm like, "Shit, he's doing my paycheck. I really can't fuck with him too much." Yeah, I'm like, "I just don't want to see him right now." So of course he comes in like two hours later and he's like, "Hey, how'd you like that game on Sunday?" I'm like, "Shut up! I'll throw you down the steps again." And he's like. Don't feel bad. He goes, I text Chef, because Chef was at the game. Mm -hmm. He said, I text Chef. said, hey, how about those Patriots? He says, I got to go fuck yourself back. He says, I text one of our our, uh, bus or DRA people and said, hey, how about that Patriots? He goes, I got to go fuck yourself back. He goes, I had a list of like four people. He goes, you're on my list of people to text. He goes, after I got the second go fuck yourself back, within like three seconds after I sent the text, figured I shouldn't send you one. I'm as like, long as it's all in good
1: fun and he's yeah, not like it was all good like, fun.
0: He's not gonna hold he, my He's job not over like it. I got I gotta get labor costs down or I'm out.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like fire the third person who tells me to go fuck myself over a Steeler game.
0: Right. No, but honestly how, this is how cool of a boss he is, he's a Patriots fan. Apparently on Sunday for brunch there was a couple there was people in and they had an extra ticket and they says And he says, Well I'm a Patriots fan They says, Well you're not getting the extra ticket He says, No, but I know somebody would enjoy it. He called our one of our bosses over and said, Hey Chris, go talk to this table over there and Chris went over and talked to the table and they says, we have an extra ticket for the game. What time do you get off? This says looked and he turned over looked at the boss he says you better get your shit done. So <laughs> the game kicked off at 430. I think he let him go at quarter to four when he should have technically should have been there till five. <sighs> so you gotta give it to the guy on that. Shake out the mats, let the kid. Go. And apparently he went uh, apparently he went to the game. Got there in plenty of time, and the people that gave him the ticket he was sitting next to, obviously, and it was club level, and they bought him beers. Hey, that's good. That's good thing. That's good. So, that's good sportsmanship. Take, show, take care doing. of
1: your food service workers. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, okay, here's my thing, Matt. When you put double coverage Gronk, yeah, it leaves another guy open. Maybe Amandola, maybe, um, you know, uh, Burkhead, Rex Burkhead, you know. I mean, whenever I was playing Rex Burkhead in Fantasy, I mean, Amanda just sat there the whole time and... Just you know, she's like sending me gifts of like, "Oh, it's sexy Rexy." I'm like, uh, because she's thinking of Rex Manning. So you have to be of a certain age to get. There is that no reference. Rex- I get it, man. There, <laughs> there, there is no Rex Burkhead
1: Day Mm-mm. at any at any retail location that I know of. Correct. Not even at like the Patriots team store. Probably do they have Rex Burkhead Day?
0: Actually, they might after this
1: season. They might. Well, but but I mean, you're right because like you go you go to like. The Dixon Robinson. So, so to see why didn't they? They didn't. Song.
0: Okay, so I, watching Thomas' press conference today, I understand why they didn't double cover Gronk. Look, they almost they did try the, to double yeah. cover him, but they left him open in the middle. And they figured. And I saw what they were doing when they were playing the coverage is all right, let him catch the ball and then get his ass down as soon as they could. You know, so it's kind of like playing a pre vet defense against Gronk and playing man on everybody else, is kind of what they were doing. Because the only thing a prevent defense ever does is prevent you from scoring on that particular play. That's it. Um, Sometimes it's just the way to get the ball back faster. Yeah, There's that too. And honestly, whenever, you know... Brady had that ball with two minutes left and was down by four. The last thing I wanted was, like, a bunch of stops with the clock running. You know, the, yeah. You know what? And and Tomlin's even said that before in previous games and previous seasons. Yeah, we let him score because that way we get the ball back and I trust Ben with two minutes and the ball. Mm-hmm. You know I mean uh, granted
1: Like if you were with me Like I was screaming At the TV sack, Oh sack, shit Sack interception shit. You, you, Sack fumble You know what I wasn't saying like Let them I score But in my head In my mind I was I, thinking I, like, It was not so bad If they left us Like a minute and a half
0: Yeah you know I wasn't with you But I was pretty much Screaming yelling You were with me I was, oh, I know, I was with you Yeah Yep Um There was a lot of shit Coming out of mouths Of the group of people I was with Um Keely happened to be one of them. She was oh. over uh, at our buddy's house, um, and uh, let's see. So you know what the guys did step up. Brown went down. Sad to see Brown go down. The guys stepped up. Uh, yeah, real well. Bartemus I was Brown... driving.
1: I was driving when Brown got hurt, and like the just the despair in like Tunch Ilkin's
0: voice on the radio when when that I just couldn't. I was screaming. I, so, I basically yelled, "Shut up!" So, at so right after right, right after Brown got hurt, we were at our buddy uh, my buddy's house, and our other buddy showed up late. And he walks in the door right after Brown gets hurt. And he comes in and says, should I just go home? He's like, I heard in the car on the way over. Like, yeah. And you're like, no, nah, you can stay. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I was on my way to Sam's when it happened. And I walked into Sam's and I was just like, I'm not staying here. Like, nobody nobody was, like, happy. Everybody was just, like, And
0: also Sam's has quiet. a also, Sam's has this boxed 20-inch screen TV. But they had free food. They had so much good food. Oh, man. okay, the free food. So oh, much good okay, food. Okay, the food might get me to stay. But there was a lot of... Non-calls? Shall we say non-calls? Shall yeah. we say maybe over-excessive calls? I thought the
1: refs were decent. I thought, I uh, thought that they... Okay, but
0: this is the ref crew that calls the most fucking penalties in a game. And they called six penalties, two of them against New England, that went for a total of four yards because they were spot fouls. Yeah. Okay? And then they call... The other four against the Steelers, which went for I believe let's see 35, 40 yards, so it was probably a very it was a very light penalty Steeler game. Yeah, that's that's good for the Steelers, right? They're usually and like, giving up sixty yards in penalties. If you think Come on. if you think sixty to hundred,
1: do you think that what like if the if New England had had like fifty yards of penalties instead of four? Do you think that like that would have translated into a Steelers blowout? No, it wouldn't yeah. have. The Steelers were in a position to win on the last drive, just like they've been every game for the past, what, five weeks? Correct. So, I mean, you can't blame the refs. You can't blame the penalties. No. You can't even really blame single covering or not covering Rob Gronkowski. Correct. There's a few things what you can blame. You, what you
0: can blame is not uh, driving the ball down the field. Uh, As efficiently as they should have You can blame a few catches on Martavius Bryant That he did not make You can blame uh, A few missed tackles on the defense mm. You can blame The uh, secondary leaving Rob Gronkowski Wide the fuck open uh, You can blame Let's see Um uh, let's see, let's see. What else can we blame? The refs. Oh, the refs. Yeah. We're trying not to, but it comes back to them every fucking time. Ben You can blame, actually, you know what? You can't blame Ben.
1: because I watched. sure Mike, can. He threw an, an
0: interception. Nope. He threw an interception in the end zone at the last play of the game. Now, here's why he did that. And Mike Tomlin on his press. Did you watch Tomlin's press conference today? I didn't. He took the fucking heat like a champ. I'm sure he did. Mike Tallman always takes the heat like a champ, and he deflects it back, which is also funny as shit. So, here's what happened on that particular play. A, the ruling on the field with the Jesse James touchdown is fucking bullshit to begin with. Yeah. It's because he they said he did not establish himself as a runner after receiving the pass and making a football move. I thought that his twisting I to line was a football, was a football move. move.
1: Because if he had just caught the ball and fallen down and not crossed the goal line, would know, have he might down. he might he might the ball might it like he would have if he had fallen on his back and cradled the ball to his chest.
0: He would have been down on the one. It would
1: have been second down on the one yard line. Correct. With the clock running.
0: With the clock still running. So with them, of course, all scoring plays are reviewed. And they go to New York. The refs came over to Tomlin, and this is what he expressed in his press conference today. Which I kind of got made fun of this afternoon, watching the press conference on my phone and also watching the news on the TV at the time. And Amanda was like, you don't multitask well, or I just don't like the way you multitask. But anyway, here and there, the press conference comes out and goes... I think it was Mike Pursuita asked the question. So that last play, throwing an interception on the fake spike across the middle and ensuing an interception. What was that call about? That call came about because while the Jesse James play was being reviewed, the refs came over and looked at Tomlin and said, you have three outcomes of this game and three scenarios. Outcome number one, it's a touchdown. It doesn't fucking matter. Outcome number two, it's an incomplete pass. It's going to be third down. With the ball on the 10, the way it was. Second down. The second down, no. The second down play was the pass to Hillary Bay where he didn't get out of bounds. And he didn't get out of bounds, right? And then you had... So it had been second down on the 10, and you had, what was it? How many seconds left at that point? Was it 30-some seconds at that point? Something like that. Okay. Or the other play, or the other scenario was he was going to be down on the 1... And it was a 10 second runoff. What was the 10 second runoff? Because it was, because uh, he would have been down the one and it went on, because instead of it being touchdown, he would have been down on the one from contact. Oh, so and, was, a, and for under a clock. Uh, for the stop clock, it okay, would have been a 10 because, second runoff. Right. No free timeouts for the Steelers. Correct. Because at that point, they were out of timeouts. And also, Tomlin expressed his displeasure with the refs in his press conference of that. After the play, where that last timeout was called, Ben looked at him. He was looking at Ben, and Ben went like this to see what Tom wanted to do. And Tom said, go like this. And then all of a sudden, timeout gets called. And, he's, and he called the ref versus. What are you calling that timeout versus says, well, Ben called the timeout. He goes, the, the timeout comes from the sidelines. He said, unless it's a blatant, you know. And Ben already knows that in his ear, if it's a blatant or not. That's why mm-hmm. he said, we were communicating. We weren't communicating with you. We were communicating. It was an AB conversation. Why the fuck are you in it? See your way out. Exactly, is what he basically said in his press conference without swearing like we do. You should be allowed to say that to him. You should. I think you can, just not in a derogatory sense. Uh, so that's why during that situation, they called a few plays to come back with whatever scenario came back after that okay. review. So then that's where that play got called, so it was a so it was a dead ball, the clock was stopped. Then they had that play to Hayward Bay, and he didn't get out of bounds. So Ben was getting the next call in there, and if you notice Ben on that spike, he kind of doubled it. He did the Marino. Well, he did the Marino, but the Marino was one time come back, cock, and throw, where Ben did that. But Ben did a double pump on the spike. Makes him think like he thought about it. And then said, "No, let's see it, because I guess he saw something in coverage. What? That nobody ran a route except for one receiver. Yeah. And he thought that that receiver had it. That receiver, you know what? Here's where the ref fucked that shit up. Is that, that should have been a pass interference call. Agreed. Totally should have been a pass interference call. He was getting tackled before he the ball even got to him. The ball was also thrown behind him. It was uh, oh." He's diving and the ball's on top of him. The only reason he was diving is because he was getting tackled from the back.
1: The guy who was on top of him, on his back tackling him, was able to tip the ball so someone else could intercept it. Hence because the, pass the ball, interference play. Right, but the pass, like it could have been like a catch and a declined pass interference. So,
0: Tomlin. Instead, it was. Tomlin Tom wanted them to take the shot at the end zone, or it would have been an incomplete pass, barring the interception. Right. And they would have They would have had, like, seven or eight seconds. Then They would have had seven or eight seconds to put Boz out there and kick the field goal. He should have just thrown it into the stands, man. That was your thing, is... is and they should have thrown it into the stands. They should have run a fade route. Well that's, a fade. That's, well, that's what I wonder about, is, like, where were the other receivers on that thing? I, I don't think there was a whole lot of communication between the the coaches and Ben's ear and the helmet and Ben and his receivers. Is where it comes down to. And I think Ben should have been like, you know what, coach? I know you called that play, but I spiked the ball. I'm sorry. One of those, just do it and ask for forgiveness later. Uh, (laughs) I I know you don't want to go over top of your coach. But at some point, you're a 14-year veteran now. Mm -hmm. You should be able to be like, no, let's fucking take this shit in overtime. But also, at that point... I don't like their chances in overtime anyway. I just hate losing... I, on an
1: interception I hate goal losing on
0: an interception from a goal line. You are correct. But you know what? That's how the Seahawks feel now, too. Except the Seahawks lost on an interception goal line, uh, on uh, interception of the goal line in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because but the what Seahawks happened? aren't my favorite team, so I don't really care. You are correct. But Pete Carroll has fucking beast mode behind him and decides to throw a pass over the middle, and that's what got Butler his contract mm-hmm. as a fucking DB and a safety. Is because he went across because he threw a pass across the middle from the three yard line and Butler's jumped the route and intercepted but it. But as much as it
1: might suck to lose a game that way in the Super Bowl, like the fact is that the Seahawks fans got to witness the greatest halftime show in the history of the Super Bowl with Katy Perry. Oh. That
0: was the best ever. Did she get naked? No, she danced with the Sharks. Didn't watch. And she did... rode a big horse. Then why the fuck is that the greatest? Ha- no, the greatest halftime show in fucking Super Bowl history is probably Michael Jackson at the Rose Bowl. No, no, it's it's um, Aerosmith with Britney Spears and
1: Nelly is number three. Number two is Springsteen. The year the Steelers did it.
0: Oh, down and, and I was one is Katy Perry. I, I, no, no, I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson being number one. Uh, Number two was the Rolling Stones in Detroit. That was also a Steelers Super Bowl against the Seahawks. And then we'll go with Springsteen. Uh, And then we'll go with fourth, the uh, Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. That's just, that's a gimmick. I, I mean, hey. Nobody
1: remembers anything about that performance other than... Jenny Jackson's titty. And I don't think it, I don't believe it, that it was a wardrobe malfunction either. I, uh, I, don't, I, believe I don't believe it was a wardrobe at malfunction at all. Like, why would you design a costume that does that? I would not. Like, I'm, I'm going to challenge you to go to, like, the mall tomorrow and just, like, pull on the front of, like, every, like, woman's top and see if it has, like, not the ones they're wearing, like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, on, like, the racks at, like, the Macy's. Just, just pull on it and see, like, oh, this has, like, a total
0: tearaway, like, cup. On each side. Uh, film at 11. Uh, South Hills man gets arrested at South Hills Village for pulling down First women's of all, I would
1: never, at the mall. I would never tell the cops that I live in South Hills, because that's not a place. Ugh. South Hills isn't a place. <laughs> it's an area. It's an area. Ugh. You don't say, when someone asks you where you live, you don't just say, like, Pennsylvania. You gotta be more specific,
0: and South Hills is too general, man. Wait, wait, but, but it would be a bad mark on Mount Lebanon's... You know, well, we're not talking about you doing this, Steve. We're
1: talking about me doing this. Oh, and I don't live in Mount Lebanon, Brookline, man. <laughs> Trust me, man. <laughs> I would be far from the first sex offender from Brookline. Oh, Trust me?
0: <laughs> yes, that, that is true. Have you looked at Megan's Law lately? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Around Halloween, it was the buzz. It was the buzz. It was the hotness. <laughs> but anyway, like you know, what happened? Like when the Steelers lose to the Patriots and. You know, I our, mean, minds, our minds are in the gutter. Minds are in the gutter. They're horrible. The, the wholesome, wholesome family time. So, I, I did not Enjoying hear... a nice football game at the dinner hour on a Sunday was ruined. You because know... Because I had to... It like... was a
0: great game, except for the last two and a half minutes. Now, I
1: watched this game with my nephews. So, my... you had
0: to kind of be P's and Q's. No, I was
1: good. I was good. My mom said shit once. And, like, nobody even noticed. <laughs> And it's just like, well, whatever, man. Like everyone learned that word from you, mom. Like that's just another generation. That's like, how we get down. But like, um, but these kids are like, they, they all they know is that when there's a touchdown, they get to go crazy, right? So they're just like, we want a touchdown, and I'm like, you can't want a touchdown when Brady is under center, correct? Unless it's a pick six, and like, I don't have time to explain that to you, because I'm and, I need and, my personal space. And how old
0: are your nephews? Four and two. Oh yeah. So the
1: two-year-old has no clue, but the four-year-old's like ready. As soon as like you give the touchdown sign, he's gonna go like dogpile me. Like we, uh, already, we discussed this. So so Jesse James scores what we think is the game-winning touchdown. You get dogpiled. And I'm all, I'm all, I was already like crouched on my knees from the Juju play, and like so I'm already like on on my knees in front of the TV just praying. And when when uh when James scores this touchdown, I'm like touchdown, and they you know that the four-year-old just jumps on me and he's doing elbow drops and the two-year-old he just he doesn't know what's going on except for that it's wrestling so he's gonna do he's gonna pile on you know and then it gets brought back yeah that's and it's just like man like you just like it's ruined... great when you get to like i understand wanting to be right about things but it has taken all of the drama out of football well see, every here's... time there's a touchdown see here's... that's not like you know yeah. an untouched like run into the end zone you know, you, you they You
0: gotta, like, check yourself. You can't get too excited about it. Review because they even review everything it. now. Well, okay, so this is what we were talking about at work the other day, was you need to have one ref on the field to wear the white hat to place the ball and blow a whistle. The rest of the game can be officiated from the fucking cameras. Like Madden. Like Madden. I mean, I... I honestly, you can call holding on every play. Yeah, <laughs> And here's the other thing. Okay,
1: so like in rugby, which is related to football in in terms of like its ancestry and like, you know, it all kind of like, you know, different places played with different rules, but it's all like a basic concept of like, you've got to get a ball into some kind of goal. And in rugby, you score by putting the ball on the ground in the end zone. Yes. And that's what Jesse James did. So why isn't that a touchdown? If a running back, like, crosses the plane with the ball and then drops it, it's still a touchdown. it's a touchdown. It's but if you're catching the ball, you gotta like,
0: you have to like make a football move. Which you nobody, gotta
1: like marry the damn thing before you considered to have possession. But also, of
0: it. but also the rule of the ground can't cause a fumble. But you have to maintain possession through the ground. You have to survive the ground. Yeah, but the ground can't cause a fumble. But I've survived the ground before. You were drunk but I survived. True. You did not die. (laughs) You may have had a scrape or two. Actually, like, um... Over the summer, I just dropped my
1: phone, like, on West Liberty, and it bounced out into the street, like, right in front of a cop car, and it, like, the cop car hit it and, like, kicked it back up onto the curb. (laughs) Did it break? No. No. And I don't know what that has to do with, like, the, the catch rule, but it... It's just as arbitrary.
0: Yeah. You know? All right. So, all in all, the Steelers could have prevented themselves from getting screwed, and they didn't, Where they didn't put up the points where they should have. The the team could have made a few more plays, made a few more tackles, and so forth. Could have covered Gronk better. Gronk had 168 yards, nine catches, and a touchdown. (sighs) Like, you know from a tight end. You knock 50 yards off that and it doesn't sound so bad. You knock 50 yards and a touchdown off of that. I, mean, I
1: can't I can't imagine like not giving up a touchdown to Gronk. I can't imagine not giving up a touchdown I to mean, Gronk. he's the best tight you know, end te- No, the Steelers are
0: notorious for getting owned by tight ends. Technically, they could have given Gronk a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for his in-zone actions where somebody was talking about it. I was like, well, unfortunately, you're allowed to use the ball as a prop. You're allowed to spike the brawl. Um, you're allowed to dance in the end zone and, like, smack your own chest and shit like Gronk does. He could have got flagged because of, uh, I forget, was it Hilton? That was laying on his back, and Gronk stood over him, not, like, right over top of him, but was, like, pointing at him, like, very vigorously. Mm. And then he spiked the ball. I don't Um, care about that. I don't care about that either. I mean, I
1: watched wrestling growing up. You know, like, taunting... Like, I'm sorry, but, like, taunting is just... I mean, guys talk trash all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, you could say, like, the most vile, disgusting thing to somebody, like, before the play, but you're not allowed to, like, point at them after the play. Right. When, like, the outcome of the play may very well be that they just got owned. I mean, like, I don't care about taunting. Yeah, you can... You know? Like, I, like, the Juju Smith-Schuster over perfect. like, I'm more squeamish about, like, giving a guy, like, C.T.E., like, if you hurt his feelings by jabbing your finger in his face, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Let him, you know what, like, that's that's where it's like turnabout is fair play. You know? Like, I don't want to see anybody get injured, but if, yeah, you I don't feel it, like if your injured. feelings <laughs> get hurt, don't have play you,
0: football. Have you sat low enough in the stadium to actually hear cadence calls and hear the guys jaw on each other? Or, actually, better yet, you can hear it better at hockey. If you sit low mm-hmm. in the arena, you can hear the guys talk to each other and them run their mouths. Oh yeah! And trust me, if you have kids and you have glass seats, you better tell them what I tell anybody I see that takes kids to a sporting event. Whatever you hear, don't repeat to your mother or your teacher. I've heard John Thompson drop f bombs at fans at pit games. Yeah,
1: that's that's probably my best my best story of like potty mouth sports personalities. I don't usually sit close enough to hear all the good stuff. Like I, I've sat close for, I've sat real close for pit games, but I, I'm like talking like so close that you're you're hearing like position coaches like dropping f bombs during like o line. I mean, if you pull up videos obviously... of like
0: the hockey videos and stuff, I mean, there's the one that is vividly in my mind because a friend of my dad's used to be a a, a cameraman for sports, and he would be the cameraman that would have the camera on and catch candid stuff, yeah. and there was Brian Chartier, Kevin Stevens, and Rick Tockett sitting on the bench to uh, Chelios and just ripping him a new one calling, like, Chelios, you're a fucking pussy, I'll fucking cut you, and, you know, I fucked your mom last night and everything else. Like, it's, I'll pull it up online after we're here. It's fucking done. It's funny. Uh, but, or it was Bellows. It was Bellows from the North Stars. So, ha. but, yeah, I, to to point your finger at the guy and everything else like that, you should hear some of the shit that they talk trash on. I don't want to win. I don't want to win a game over the Patriots because of
1: like some sort of taunting call. Well, here's, because I, I don't get what the NFL's point is. Like, well, here's I think they're what we doing it worry because right they now. don't want to like set a bad example for kids. You know, but, like nobody talks more shit than like twelve year olds. Yeah. So I don't understand. Like, like I barely understood how football worked. And I already knew well, how to like talk I can, shit I can on tell people. you this,
0: Matt, that we have a lot more to worry about than just the Patriots. Um so the Patriots didn't even secure home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Because Jacksonville won. Jacksonville's ten of four. Yeah. All right. Patriots are playing the Bills this week. Ding! Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills have a tendency to beat them. The Bills have a tendency to be the Bills also. The Bills also have a tendency to be the Bills, you're correct. The Steelers have Houston on Christmas Day. There's no J.J. Watt. There's still no Javale and Clowney. You got uh, no A.B. There's that. That's gonna be a game. I don't expect the Steelers to come out. I expect the Steelers to come out winners, but I don't expect them to come out winners. They like, better. They better come out strong out. as hell. And then the Steelers have the They're Browns. The team that almost beat the Patriots. Yeah, and the Steelers have the Browns left after the after that. Uh, Jacksonville I'm not sure exactly Who they have I didn't pull their schedule Let me see Who they have this week Cause I have I... Jacksonville's playing The Niners this week mm. Now here's Here's a good thing Jimmy G man. Jimmy G is 3-0 as a Niners starter That's in our they're favor Niner. And it is in San Francisco So maybe the Cross country trek Jet lag Helps them out And they're playing A Saturday game Oh No wait Short week No they're playing Sunday game. Oh. Sorry they are playing a, They're playing Sunday Christmas Eve game Um so definitely, that's kind of in our favor. Um, so it's still not locked up yet. The Jags in there. Now when it comes down to playoffs, I mean you got wild card. Fucking Baltimore still in there. Um, the Titans are in there. Uh, so the only t- and and honestly the the AFC West isn't locked up yet. You got KC. They're leading the AFC West right now. They lose a couple games and the Ravens or the Chargers win a couple games and that flips around. Honestly, the best thing that could happen is is the Steelers just win out, do their part, and let everything else fall. The, the cards fall the way they do, and then they get the first round by. They don't have to play the extra game, and hopefully, they would draw Kansas City and Jacksonville goes to New England. I don't think Jackson the Steelers have a fucking issue with Jacksonville every time they play. They would be
1: our if if the okay. So if the Steelers avoid the wild card weekend. If Jacksonville's third, Jacks the 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 Steelers, if the three and the four seeds advance out of the wild card weekend, then the right. Steelers will play Jacksonville at home. Unless the wild card wins that game, right? But I'm saying like if if the chalk takes the wild card games, then well, but, we, well we I'm well, saying well. like
0: it's very likely that we have to play Jacksonville at home. Well, no, we could play if Kansas City would win their wild card game, we could play because the. Oh yeah, we would fuck one place four three mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Maybe that's when that's when you would vote for. Hopefully, Jacksonville just gets mm, beat in the wild card mm, game. Mm, whoever they play, in a lot of, Titans or
1: the Ravens is what it's looking like right now. I was now. rooting so hard for the Ravens to lose though, because the Browns game was the early game on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I watched that. I I, I don't really root for the Browns per se, but when they're playing the Ravens, like it's really easy to back the Browns. It is when, when you're looking
0: up on the screen and it says they have no wins. And just like, well, you know. Speaking of backing the Browns, um, we're going to go ahead right now. And that, all right, we're just going to say this. Ghost dealers, get business done. Do it. Make business booming. Business
1: can be booming without, without Antonio Brown. Yes. You know, he could just be the manager. He can, yeah. can sit up in the office. We're
0: he, over in time right now. I knew we were going to be over in time. Oh, there's so much anger. There's so much anger and hate. You know, my boss wouldn't let me leave work for five minutes to go hide in a bush outside the hotel down the street to jump out Nancy Kerrigan Tom Brady when he got off the bus. That made me mad. But, you know. Man. I even asked, like, well, It's cops. just
1: this lawsuit-happy society. Well, yeah, know.
0: but I even asked the city cops. I'm like, <laughs> hey, any event I would, like, jump out of a bush and, like, club Tom Brady in the fucking knee like Nancy Kerrigan and then run. What would happen? He's like, well, we would probably tackle you. He goes, then we would arrest you. He goes, there probably would be some, like, assault charges filed. He goes, but we would speed you through the process. You'd be out before kickoff, and we'd p- go start you a GoFundMe page. I'm like, wow. Really? Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure how I feel about that.
0: I'm like, if it's that easy, I mean, think about it. Well, I don't know. Like, what Also, if a cop,
1: what if a cop decides he doesn't like me? and eh, that's true. You know, and someone assaults me. But you're not Tom Brady.
0: I'm not. I'm way less. Who rich. couldn't like you, Matt? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's one or two people out there in your lifetime you've pissed off, but I mean, not enough to like club you to the knee. There's kids who were born this morning who've seen me piss people off in their lifetime. <laughs> Wait, What's are you point? saying the kid that was born this morning was already on Twitter? <laughs> no. I'm just saying that, like, he probably felt the, like, disturbance. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and do what we do to end the show. We're going to go ahead and make our picks of the weeks. Uh, So far, Matt, we got Colts. There's no Thursday games this week. Thank God. Saturday games and Sunday and Monday games. We got um, Colts and Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I'm going there too, unfortunately. Uh, Vikings and the Packers. Vikings. Where's that game? Green Bay, but no A-Rod. So, I'll take the Packers. Alright. Bucks and Panthers. Carolina. Browns and the Bears. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, it's in Chicago. Yeah, Bears.
1: Browns are the Browns. Bears are bad, but Browns are the Browns.
0: The uh, Okay. Before I was hoping that maybe the Browns might have a chance to win Week 17 against the Steelers because they'd be playing North Hills High School. But I don't think that's going to happen just by the way the playoff thing is everybody's going to be right there. Are you thinking you want the Browns to beat the Bears so they can then roll over for the Steelers? No, I'm thinking that the only chance that they have to win this year is against the Bears for the last two games of the season. Okay. I'm still going Bears, but yeah, I, I you know, I'm still going. Go, yeah. I'm still going Bears, but you know, I, I wouldn't be mad at, at taking that long. Oh, it's hard to believe that a team could go winless in the NFL this year. Uh, it's mediocre. It's, it's only, it's only happened. It's, one, it's only happened one other time. It was the Detroit yeah. Lions? Was that Matthew Stafford's rookie year? No, um, I think that was the year they earned the
1: right to pick Matthew Stafford.
0: Possibly. Yeah, I believe so. So we got uh, speaking of Matthew Stafford, we got the Lions and the Bungles. You've been on a Detroit kick this year.
1: You know what, though? But, like, Marvin Lewis. The
0: Bungles just took two serious bad L's in a row.
1: And Marvin Lewis, like, that team, like. He's on his way
0: out. Marvin Lewis is done. There's got to
1: be some fire somewhere in that locker room to, like, send him out a winner for a couple weeks. I mean,
0: he's been there forever. I think Marvin Lewis goes to TV next year. Um, Are you picking the Bengals, though, next week? You know what? They're at home. I'm taking the Bengals. I'll take the Bengals, too. Who day? Finns and the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. We're going to be, uh, let's see. Bills and Pats. Now I'm taking the Pats, Pats, but open for the Bills. Yep. It's easy. We both picked the same. Falcons and the Saints. Saints. Ah, uh, Falcons got some shit, man. They got to beat the Saints, too. I'm taking the Falcons.
1: Okay. That's cool because that means your lead is like, you know, it's insulated by not not only my reckless pick of the Packers, but also like a very (laughs) competitive matchup in the NFC South.
0: How about the Chargers and the Jets? (sighs) Chargers? Yeah, unfortunately. Rams and the Titans. Rams. 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 Broncos and the Skins. This is an interesting game and it's kind of meaningless. (laughs) It is kind of. Jeez, um, it's like Kirk Cousins
1: versus Kirk Cousins' possible team next year. Right. Um, I'll go Denver. I'll go Skins. Ooh. Three chances.
0: Jags and the Niners.
1: We just talked about this. I know. I really, uh, I
0: really like the Niners. I like the Niners too.
1: Uh, but the Jags are a playoff team, so they. Jags are they've a playoff a team. Their so, defense
0: has been throwing up like twenty plus fantasy points a week. Uh, that's the suck. They're Saxonville. Saxon, that's you know what they're throwing up like six sacks I'm a racist. game. Um, <laughs> how's that racist? The Saxons, <laughs> you know.
1: All right. Invaders of Britain. Are we, are we going Niners? Like we going Jags? I'm going Jags. No. Yeah, my, my my brain says Jags. My heart says Niners. But you know yeah, my what? brain you know says Jags. You? You, know you know what heart gets you?
0: Broken. 15-plus years of losing to Tom Brady. How about the Giants and the Cards? Ugh. Meaningless game. Well, wait, is there cards in, are the Cards in the NFC West? Uh, they have a shot at anything? I don't think so. I don't They're think so either. They're a bad, so team, They're a bad team. Sorry, the Giants, but... I'm gonna go Jet G- G-men. You
1: know, I was, I was gonna say that too. Because you
0: know Eli's back and mm. he's only got two games left. And they put up a good game against the Philly against Philly for the first uh, quarter and a half. That was a, that was an important game for Philly too. Yeah, it was an important game for Philly without Carson Wentz. And they did. They I mean they
1: acquitted themselves well, but it took a while for things to start clicking for him on offense.
0: So are you going G- G- Cards or Giants? I'm going Giants. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hawks and the boys, Seahawks and the boys.
1: What's Seattle done? Zeke's back. Zeke's back. Is Dallas alive still?
0: Yep. Dallas. Steelers, Texans, Steelers, Raiders, Eagles, eggs. I'm going Raiders.
1: Caw caw, good birds. Caw.
0: This is. Do you know what this is? This, the the Raiders-Eagles? Do you know what this game is? Rematch of the 1981 Super oh, Bowl. Oh, that's right, yeah. Jaworski. Jaws! Oh, man. Rematch of the 1981 Super Bowl. Right there. 80 season, 81 Super Bowl. 1980, what a great year. Why? Because you were born. I was born. You were year, born, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I was a year or so old. I've never seen the Eagles win the Super Bowl neither have i <laughs> neither is anyone hey we haven't seen the flyers win a stanley cup either no, no <laughs> our parents have our parents at that point didn't give a
1: shit <laughs> mine did well mine didn't <laughs> My, mine were penn season ticket holders from like
0: ever year one yeah yeah oh yeah all right so we've apparently completely bored stella she's sleeping on the coffee <laughs> table bored. Look, she's
1: just worshiping the fire
0: Okay, I have a candle burning on the coffee table. Well, to a so cat, that's a huge like campfire. That's like a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's she's just laid out, and weird. it's not like she
1: was alert when I walked in. Like she's been sleeping for like the whole time I've been
0: here. You're right. She so has. Been. Don't
1: don't blame our podcast for making your cat sleep because cats
0: <laughs> cats be sleeping, man. Dude, this cat sleeps twenty three hours a day, yeah. mostly
1: on me. And the, let me guess, the hour she's awake is like when you when you start your REMs when you're sleeping.
0: No, the hour she's awake is like whenever I am getting ready to leave for work and try and get dressed and so she wants to be on my lap while I'm trying to put my socks on. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. My my cat likes to help me with my shoelaces. <laughs> and so you tie them and she unties them? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah? Awesome. All right, folks, that's enough of Bold Sports for this week. But not uh, enough of cat talks. So not enough tuned. of cat talks. Stay tuned
1: for Matt and Steve's cat podcast. <laughs>
0: That'll start after the first of the year, on how Matt's cat is a douche and how my all cat three sli- of my cats. And Matt's cats are douches way. and my cat sleeps all day. But they're tuxedo cats, so they're like fancy douches. Oh, that's yeah. right, tuxedo cats—they're fancy douches. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Stella did this morning? I'm sitting here on the table. So, Was it via sweetheart? Well, no. Okay. So, I have Amanda's hairbands, okay. as you see around, like the stack of bold business cards. My caddy cheeks and, 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 and calamari. Well, okay. She was batting the one that was not on here, like off the table. Then she bit and tried to pick up the Cheetos bag that has a hairband around it with the <laughs> hairband. And I realized it was too heavy. Then she tried to pick up the business card stack that with the hairband with her mouth. And she had the, the business cards in her mouth. And she stood up and looked at me. It was rattling her head and it flew out of her mouth and she <laughs> and then it shocked her. Oh man. Yeah.
1: So man, I wish the one would shock my cat and maybe he'd learn not to eat them. <laughs> <sighs> All
0: right, folks. That's enough of bowl sports this week and Stephen and Matt's cat talk will start after the first of the year. Uh anyways, go Stillers, go pens. Uh watch your bowl season. Your bowl season's in full swing right now for college football bowls. Um uh, and yeah, get ready uh, for some exciting NFL playoffs down the road. Yeah. It's also winter meetings for baseball, so watch out for those random baseball trades.
1: Don't expect anything.
0: I don't expect the Pirates. They, they don't. I don't uh, they're not going to make a splash other than in the wrong way. They owe us one more year of at least trying to get a wild card. That would be nice. All right, folks, have a good week. We will, uh, and then also enjoy your holiday. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa. And Hanukkah starts after the first of the year of this year. No, show. Hanukkah already happened. I thought, what? Hanukkah started. I thought it's started. Dormont had their menorah lighting last night. Yeah, but I thought Hanukkah was after the first of the year. Nope. Next year. Ah, well, I, I thought it was late this year. Maybe it's next year it's after the first year. Was it was a question on Jeopardy. I don't know. Um, So, all right, folks, take it easy. And we'll talk to Yins next week. Bye now. Hey, Ian's. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve SteveFernald on Twitter, at tacy on Twitter, or at at BoldPGH on Twitter, hashtag BoldSports, BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com.